tested, do you have the virus? Um, I probably already had the virus. You think so? Yeah, I'm sure. What makes it. you think that? I'm uh, I'm out in the world around people. I think COVID-19 has been going around America for a while, and way more people have been infected. At least two months. I, I just got to say, I'm so glad I'm not on New York City subways right now. Fuck that shit. Oh, not everybody on there has COVID-19 and SARS <laughs> and herpes. And MERS and herpes. Yeah, you get herpes just from touching the poles. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just like, oh, thank goodness I don't have to touch anything in the subway. That shit is gross. You know, I kind of want to get some face masks. People say that face masks don't really stop with the transmission of the disease. Mm-hmm. But face masks do keep you from touching your nose and mouth. Yeah, that's what my husband was saying last night. He was like, that. it just makes you very aware of how often you touch your face. I mean... I mean, my yeah. face is so soft and supple. I mean, how could you not touch it? I mean, and it's so beautiful. You have such a beautiful face. So. I, I barely shave. I'm like a baby. <laughs> baby's ass. you got a baby's ass for a face. That's how right. about that? I'm Jason. And I'm Amanda. And this is Yeet the Press. We're two friends who have a comedy podcast about politics. We're not pundits, wonks, or Beltway insiders. We're just regular people trying to make sense of the news. And it is fucked. All right. uh, Welcome, everybody, uh, to another episode of... Uh, Yeet the press. How are you, Jason? Um, I'm doing okay. Still a little shocked by what happened on Super Tuesday. Man, I don't know shit. <laughs> I I thought I know stuff. I don't know stuff. That's how I feel. Like, I just don't know anything. The most I thought re- I did. I don't. What's reassuring is that nobody knows anything. Right. Right. Uh, did you read that New York Times article I sent you I did, about in fact. Virginia? Yeah, I read the article about how Biden won Virginia. But, like, at the last minute, he won-, he won. At the last minute, everybody just panicked and fear voted for him. I mean, if we're, uh, if we're doing anecdotes, my own mother, who was a Warren supporter, told me she literally changed her mind in the booth. She walked what? into the booth to vote for Warren. That's crazy. And then she was like, Wait, what was her thought process? Like, I- I'm really scared of Trump? It was that... Sanders is too extreme and she's going he's going to divide the party and Sanders can't win so she went in and voted to beat Sanders. That's so disappointing. It's so disappointing to hear regular people think that he's so extreme when he's really really not. He's really not. I don't think that she thinks that Sanders is extreme, but rather my mother is an older black woman. And she does mm-hmm. not trust white people to vote correctly. I mean, I get that. I mean, I totally get that. I, 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 I can't. I mean, I can't speak for the black black vote because it's not a monolith. But like, I get that. Like, they don't trust white people in Middle America to do the fucking right thing. I get that. They're they're voting safe, not necessarily because they want to, because they, they it's more based on what white people do. You know, I kind of have to at a certain point, defer to the wisdom of people who survived Jim Crow. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, this is not just 
she's not a low information voter. She no, consumes your mom is news. super smart. Yeah, and she consumes news voraciously. And I don't mean that in the way that old people just watch cable news and it rots their mm-hmm. brain. I mean, like, she gets news from a lot of sources and analyzes it. She's politically active. She works the polls. So this, right. the, a lot of thought went into this. This wasn't the whole he stands next to Obama shit. Right. <sighs> That's it's sad though because that is his whole platform. <laughs> it's just like name dropping Obama. I can't name two policy positions that the man holds. I mean, currently f- running for president, I can't either. I mean, I can't either. And like, I, I I don't know. I convinced my mom to vote for for Bernie, but she was gonna vote for Biden because everybody is just terrified of Trump. They're just terrified of him. I do have to say that everything that I believed about Bernie's campaign seems to be true about the Biden campaign. Biden's campaign is growing the electorate. It's a broad coalition and it is growing the electorate. We're seeing turnouts at the primaries that we haven't seen ever. The Virginia primary alone had a 76 increase, 76 percent increase from 2016. One million people, over a million people voted in the primary and it's I just I don't understand it because he doesn't have any like hardly people on the ground he doesn't have like grassroots support he doesn't have organization the way that Bernie does I I don't understand it he literally Joe Biden did not have a campaign office in Virginia not one you know I've been thinking about going out and canvassing and phone banking but like fuck if you can win states without campaigning I mean, isn't that what, um, I mean, Hillary Clinton ignored how many states because she didn't think she needed a campaign there, and then she lost them? Well, yeah, that's the big thing. We always go back to Wisconsin. Hillary never visited Wisconsin, never visited Wisconsin. But you know what? At least she had an apparatus in Wisconsin. Joe right. Biden came back from like a double, from double figures down to win Virginia without an office in the state. So, like, what means anything? I don't know what anything means anymore. Do you think um, it, there was a um, he got an endorsement from a South Carolina politician, I believe a black politician. And I think I can't remember the name. Do you know the name? Oh, my God. I, and I'm i so bad because I, I had this five minutes ago. I know. Me, too. Basically, everybody is saying this is what turned him around in South Carolina is this guy's endorsement. And then there was a cavalcade of endorsements after that. Everyone who dropped out endorsed him. He got the Pete Buttigieg endorsement. He got the Amy Klobuchar endorsement. And a lot of people are saying the Klobuchar endorsement is what put him over the top in uh, Minnesota. And then, right. I mean, sure. Then he came back and won Texas. And a lot of people are uh, crediting that to a Beto O'Rourke's endorsement. I'm surprised Beto O'Rourke endorsed him. But, I mean, what if, it's hard not to go, like, conspiracy theory and be like, well, they were all promised something. Because, like, they're, everybody's coalescing around Biden. And I, did I send you that clip of him? He got two. There was two clips within the last week that were crazy. He mixed up his wife and his sister on the stage. While they were standing next to him, yes. And then he tried to play it off like, they switched on me. And it's like, bro, they didn't switch on you. <laughs> Come on, man. They did not. And then um, the one where he did, he was trying to quote, we hold these truths to be self-evident. And then he just... He just forgot the rest of the quote. Yeah, no, he fumbled the shit out of both of those. It is disturbing. 
And I just watched a clip of a Iraqi veteran confronting him, I guess, within the last day or so at a, an event. And he just seems, I don't know, dude, he just seems like he's struggling to keep it together <laughs> a little bit. No, he's, his mental facilities are somewhere in line with Trump's. Right. I'm just going to have two angry white old men who aren't completely there yelling at each other. That's that's our electoral politics. Is that that's who we're going to be Do you want this old white man who doesn't really understand stuff and is yelling and angry or do you want the other one who's exactly like him? That's what I'm not getting. Like he literally doesn't have any policy positions other than a return to normalcy. It's not enough to me. And also, I think somebody tweeted uh, the insurance company stocks went up yesterday, big time. Nice. I mean, what does that say? I mean, I mean, I don't want to bash Joe Biden. Joe Biden is a longtime politician who has a checkered record because, I mean, let's face it, he's an old white man. And has Mm -hmm. held the views that white people have held in this country for centuries. Yes. Yes. I would say that on the spectrum of old white men, he's he's on the good side. Mm -hmm. But I I think he has good intentions most of the time. I just don't think he is prepared for this political moment. He's the kind of person that thinks you can still work with Mitch McConnell. I know. And he's the kind of person who said um, he would consider taking a Republican running mate as his VP. I bet he likes butterscotch. <laughs> oh, oh, I like, you mean like the candy? Yeah. I like butterscotch candy. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. It's pretty good. Wow. Does that make me old? Oh, man. Um, yeah, so I don't, I just don't know why everybody thinks he's the savior he is. So, I got my first hint that Biden had more support than we previously thought about a day or two before the election. I have a a group text with a bunch of old friends. They're all black men in their early to mid-40s. Actually, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe one or two have not turned 40 yet. But Mm -hmm. that's the general age range, just Gen X black men. Mm Mm-hmm. And we talk about a lot of stuff. We've discussed politics, but we've discussed issues. We've never actually discussed electoral politics. Are are they all, like, left-leaning? Yeah, not, like, super lefty, but definitely left of center. Like, I would call them liberals, not leftists. Mm-hmm. And I asked before Super Tuesday who we're voting for in the primaries, and literally everyone who responded said Biden. This is a geographically diverse group. There are people in the Northeast, the Midwest, the South, and mm-hmm. it was all Biden. And when I asked and why, you... yeah, and it was like, these white people aren't going to vote for a socialist? That was literally everyone's answer. I mean, and they're not, and they didn't. <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's fair the way he's he's a... Democrat, he's a social Democrat. He's not a socialist. He really just wants to do the same policies that the rest of the world has. Who did you vote for? I have not voted. My state primary hasn't happened yet. 
Oh, right. Who are you going to vote for? Do you know? You know what? I think I'm going to vote for Liz Warren. You're still going to vote? What if she drops out? Right in. No, I'm going to vote for Bernie Sanders. Yeah, that's who I voted for in mine on Tuesday. I've been thinking a lot about Liz Warren and the perception that she couldn't win. Once that set in, I think a lot of Liz Warren supporters voted Bernie. I mean, we talk a Mm -hmm. lot about how Liz Warren should drop out so her supporters can help Bernie. But I think a lot of people who would have voted Liz Warren are voting Bernie because they didn't think she was practical, which made her a non-viable candidate. I know it's a it's a vicious cycle because I I admit I fell into that trap. Like I really like her. She's very similar to Bernie and she's done her homework and she knows what she's talking about and I think she overall is a pretty genuine candidate. She's really trying to do the right thing, I think, you know, as far as politicians go. Um but, you know, like I just Maybe I got sucked into that narrative of she can't win. It sucks because I'm I'm as feminist as they come. I mean, I definitely bought into the she can't win angle. And I mean, until proven otherwise, she can't win. But it's like you said, it's a vicious cycle. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you mm-hmm. say that you have to vote for Bernie Sanders because he is our only chance of getting these policies enacted. Where's where's that support coming from? It's coming from. Liz's block. So yes, she did come in third in her own state. But I wonder if we had ranked choice voting where she would have mm-hmm. come in. Right. I don't actually understand ranked choice voting. Do you understand it? I mean, I get that it's like if you I, I honestly I don't get. <laughs> I don't get. It's you vote for let's say you say this is my first place candidate, this is my mm-hmm. second place candidate, this is mm-hmm. my third face third place candidate. No, ranked choice is done a lot when it comes to awards for, like, sporting events. Mm-hmm. Not events, but, you know, like, the MVP. Right, You'll say, the awards. LeBron James was the MVP. He received 80% of the first place votes. Okay. So first place votes clearly have a higher value than second and third place votes. Mm-hmm. But ranked choice voting lets people know that maybe Liz Warren is the second most popular candidate. She's just the fewest people's number one choice. Right. And ranked choice also helps in primaries with early voting where candidates may drop before the election. Right. So there are a lot of people who cast primary votes for Pete Buttigieg and Amy Klobuchar. With ranked choice voting, those votes could have gone to their second choice candidate, whoever that was. So... The system then, if those candidates are not in the race anymore, the system then defaults to the second choice. Yes. That is one way to use it. Okay. It gives you a better idea of a candidate's popularity instead of this binary, I vote for this person or I don't vote for this person. Right. Um, I mean, I can understand a lot of people's anger at people not voting for like there's a lot of women that I follow that are just really mad that people didn't support Liz Warren and yet they know they did support them they should her but they just didn't vote for her but it's like I don't know <sighs> I, I don't know Super Tuesday I think she would have been better like debating Trump and really hammering him on policies and stuff I don't know I think 
I don't think Trump would have debated her. I don't think he would. He's, he'd be afraid of her. He will debate it, Biden, though. Yeah. I wonder, though, does he really want... I wonder, is he afraid of Bernie, though, and that's why he's... Pre- I have this conspiracy theory where I'm like, is he actually afraid of Bernie, and he's trying to get... I don't know. Have you been reading Trump's Twitter? No, I I check it. I don't follow him. I check it every once in a while. I know he's being like, they're stealing it from Bernie. And he's doing that whole song and dance. Yeah, his goal right now is to have anyone other than Bernie get the nomination and just make all of the leftist coalition think that it's rigged and turn them against the Democrats. That is his game plan. And it seems to be working. I think we're going to get... Biden as a nominee and a lot of disgruntled Bernie bros. I mean, I've I saw a thread last night where a bunch of Bernie bros were just like, "I'm not going to vote for if it's if it's Biden." And it's like, "All right, at you selfish assholes, you're going to keep the fascists in power." Like, great. There is a very good chance that the next president will appoint two Supreme Court justices. And that could be Trump. <laughs> Can you imagine a seven to two majority? That's insane. And you know, That's like Trump's insane. these people are going to be like 42 years old, too. They're going to sit yeah. on the bench forever. Yeah. I am now in the like the the mind frame of like, can nobody beat Trump? <laughs> That's where I'm at right now. Nobody's going to beat him. That's where I've been I, since I've 2017. Joined I've joined you. I go back and forth, though. Like sometimes I'm like, I really had a feeling like Bernie could do it. Now I'm like, oh, man, I just don't understand why the attacks on Bernie for his policies and um, his ideas are hurting him, it seems like, with middle America more than how where Joe Biden is. Because I feel like Joe people are thinking Joe Biden, Obama era. They're not really looking at what he's like right now today. And I go, he is going to get he can't. He's going to get flustered so easily. He already does. He is telling people at every campaign stop to go vote for Trump. Have you I, have you seen this millions yes, of videos? He gets, when people challenge him on anything, he gets he goes, go vote for Trump. I'm not your candidate. Is that how we bring people together? I mean, is it? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, apparently we can't bring people together unless Obama's at the top of the ticket because for everything we believed about the Sanders campaign, about how he could grow the electorate, and he does have this broad coalition of ground th- swell of support from people who don't show up to vote. Yeah, like, it seems like that's, they, is that what it is? They did not come out. The youth vote was at 13% for Super Tuesday. How is that a thing? Did you see his, I sent it to you, what did you think of the... A commercial he's running in Florida right now where he's got everything Obama was saying that was nice about him and was it 2016? It mean, just feels disingenuous to run that kind of commercial. But like Bloomberg essentially ran that same ad. And who has Bloomberg but an asshole? True. <laughs> he's true. an asshole. I, you know, I don't put too much stock in political ads. I mean, it's a dirty game, and everyone has to play it. Just yeah. like I don't fault Liz Warren for taking Super PAC money. 
Although I gotta say, the super pack. What I read, the super pack money is like some oil guy. That it's an oil guy, and that who. It's it's very. I mean, I know I don't fault her either because everybody else is doing it. I, it's not that every. I mean, yes, everyone else is doing it. I think she honestly would not have taken super PAC money had Bloomberg not entered the race with infinite funds, and she's like, "I'm right. fucked. I can't compete with this." Right. And I don't I mean, think I think she's a person of integrity. I don't think she would have been beholden to those interests. She would have just taken that money and been like, "Thanks, I'm in the office. We're doing shit the right way." Yeah, maybe. It's just interesting that um, she got that super PAC money at the same time that Klobuchar and Buttigieg drop out and endorse Biden. It's just weird. <laughs> you know, like, it's just a little bit fishy to me that she would, all of these things, like, oh, now you're taking super PAC money from, it just, do you, do you know what I'm saying? Like, it just feels like, oh, everybody's really working against Bernie, do you think it's true she's working against Bernie? I think what she does when she drops out is going to tell the tale. I don't know if she's going to endorse Bernie or Biden, but she's going to hurt a lot of people's feelings. And Either way. Lose a lot of trust if she endorses Biden. I think her best move is to not endorse anyone. But she can't do that. She can't not endorse she doesn't, have to, she doesn't have to endorse anyone. She just has to campaign for the nominee. As long as she says, I will campaign for the nominee. Yeah, but do you know how many people are going to be like, yo, you need to you need to ovary up and pick somebody to endorse? Snake emoji, snake emoji, snake emoji. <laughs> I mean, yes. I don't know. I don't know who she's going to endorse. Her policies are like 98% the same as Bernie's. So it's like, why wouldn't you endorse him? So I've been going back and forth the last few days about why the DNC is coalescing around uh, Biden. And it comes back to Bernie really not playing nice with the party. Bernie Sanders, you know, is a career independent. Mm -hmm. He registered as a Democrat so he could run in 2016. And as soon as the election was over, he went back to being an independent. He ran as an independent for his re-election in 2018. Like, if you want the team to support you, you have to commit to the team. I get that. And, um, you know, Hillary Clinton has made remarks over the last month that I kind of think were tacky, saying that nobody likes him. Nobody I, likes I him. hated that. I um, hated it, too. I thought it was so tacky and just, why would you do that? She why, should go this away. This is not... This is not the time to do that. But I think she's probably right. People don't like him. He, on a personal level, he seems very prickly to me and very, like, condescending. And I think, I hate to say this because I believe in his policies and what he's trying to do. But when people don't like you, they don't get behind you. They I, don't like you. They don't like you. I agree wholeheartedly. He is abrasive. I mean, I don't mind that at all. But I don't either. You but have on a to have allies. Level, exactly. On a personal level, his colleagues and his peers, it seems like for the most part, don't really like him. And you know what? For his 40 years in Washington, it wasn't until the squad got elected 
that he even had any young protégés. Like, Bernie Sanders didn't coach any young leftists. He took right. no one under his wing. There right. was no Bernie Sanders wing of the party. It wasn't until, you know, AOC and Rashida Tlaib and um, Ayanna mm-hmm. Presley, who, by the way, endorsed Warren. Yeah. Um, hit the house that he even had a wing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've read he's very kind of like a bully. You know, he's he's a bit of a bully to people. And I mean, I, so is Trump. Exactly. So it's like, oh, but he's my bully. <laughs> I don't like to make comparisons between Bernie Sanders and Trump because I mean, Bernie Sanders is a decent man. He is neither cruel nor corrupt. N- nor would he be seizing power for himself and and taking, giving money to his cronies. And he would not be... He wouldn't be fucking jailing little kids. Right. And it's it's one thing to build a coalition of voters, but you have to build a coalition within the legislature. And he's mm-hmm. not shown that he could do that. Yeah, that's that but, is the thing. Go ahead. That's why Warren was my number one pick, because I thought I know, Warren that, would be a better president. Yeah, I see. I went back and forth. And I was like, can, Bernie can probably win, but Warren would probably be a better actual president. Um. But, ah, man, I don't know. Like, now I'm like, can he win? I really don't know. I don't know. I don't think Biden can win unless people are just coming out to vote against Trump. I don't know. Is that a bigger coalition than people who are, like, coming out to vote for, like, change? Like, I real change? I don't think so. I really don't. Because all of the Trump supporters are coming back out. Oh, yeah. They haven't gone away. No. And I don't think that uh, there are a lot of so-called swing voters in the middle. Will Biden get the Obama block of black voters to come out? There were three million fewer black voters in 2016 than 2012. Does Biden move the needle on those people? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, will there be numbers for the primary? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I'm, I'm wondering how, how did how did the primary na- numbers stack up? I don't fucking know. And you know the thing that we're not even talking about. The whole Ukraine thing. I know. Come on. This is gonna. He's gonna be hammered. They already just started on Fox bringing it back up. They're they're so predictable. We're going to open a formal investigation. And, and then it's gonna be what? ugly. He's gonna be mired and, in a scandal during the election. And then guess what? Trump is going to start, that's going to be the door opening for Trump to start jailing his uh, critics and other politicians. That's, that's what's going to, that's what's going to happen. I have to admit, I'm kind of here for the attack ads against Biden that Trump's going to run. I'm going to, like, we're going to see videos of Joe Biden sniffing little girl's hair. Like, being handsy, fumbling his words. There's so many, yeah, but there's so many worse things that Trump has done and said, and is on, like... None of his people if, care about that, though. I know, but I know, I know. It's so hypocritical. <laughs> it's like I can't understand it. It really just comes down to he's their he's their guy because he's racist, mm-hmm. and they're gonna stick to him. He's racist, and they love that. He says openly racist. He is one hundred percent immune to shaming. Yeah, he don't. Whereas care. if you can shame Biden enough, where people are like, oh, I'm not going out to vote for that guy. Yeah, I mean, especially if he buys into the narrative and takes it seriously and doesn't brush it off because that's what trump does i think that's how he gets away with a lot of stuff he just ignores it brushes it off or calls it fake 
are called a fake and that's and that's good enough for everybody else so yeah so you want to talk COVID-19 we talked COVID-19 last week we did we did I don't know I think it's gonna get worse before it gets better all right, my new take, COVID-19 is fake news. Go out there, guys. <laughs> live your lives. Go to work. Don't wash your hands. Touch your face. Oh, no, no. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. I don't want you to be gross. Wash your hands. I mean, wash I your wanna... legs in the shower. Okay, uh, I'm going to say this. I have a newborn, so my hands are dry as fuck. Uh, yeah, so wash your hands and moisturize. You know, I've actually stopped moisturizing because and look, I am vehemently anti-ashy. But in the times of a global pandemic, I want people to know my hands are clean. And if my hands are supple, you don't know that I've recently washed them. Mm. So Okay, what's your policy on handshaking right now? Um, I like to give full hugs. I'm a hugger. Okay. Oh, are you really, Jason? I'm a hugger, yeah. Are you really? Yeah, bring it in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember you being a hugger. I really don't. Uh, yeah, well, okay. So, yeah, I'm warm not. embraces, guys. Warm embraces. Just wash your damn uh, hands. I just see, I hate hugs. I hate when people want to give me a hug when they see me. I'm like, do I got to hug you? I actually don't hug uh, women very often. And it's not because I'm being sexist. It's just I'm very large. And I don't easily, tall. yeah, I don't easily hug women. Like, you have to be yeah. over six feet for me to hug you well. It's a, yeah, it's a weird hug. It's a weird hug when, I mean, my husband is a f- literally a foot taller than me. He's six four. And, yeah, it's hard to hug. I'm not going to lie. All right. Do we have an asshole of the week? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say my asshole of this week is Mike Bloomberg. Okay. Mike Bloomberg spent $500 million to be in the campaign for, like, 48 days. He could have given Flint clean water. With the money he spent on a fucking vanity campaign. What an asshole. What an asshole. You know, if Bernie got the nom, he said he would he would spend money on Bernie. And Bernie's like, I don't want your money. It's like, yeah, but he's going to spend it anyways. <laughs> you know, he uh, Bloomberg said he's paying all of his campaign staffers through November. What? Man. Yeah. That's a nice gig to get. I'm pretty sure I know comics who were writing for him. I should have gotten in on that grift. I mean, is it too late? I don't know. It's not too late. He's still going to spend money. I'll tell you what. If Trump gets reelected, I might get some of that MAGA money. How so? All you have to do is be black and MAGA. Just hop on Twitter. That's a career path. It is. Diamond and Silk. They're making bank, I feel like. What's that guy's name? Terrence? The Uh, comedian that always says that liberals are threatening his life. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. I I don't know his name, but I know his face. Yeah. No, the black mega grift is lucrative. It is. And if we have to live in a fascist dystopian hellscape, you might as well get paid for it. <laughs> right? Especially if we're going to die from a coronavirus anyways. Right. Um, we're probably not going to die from it. Uh, all right. I don't really... Let me think if I have an asshole of the week. Um... No, I, I mean, I, I like your asshole of the week. I'm going to get on board with that. Cause Done. It's asshole. unanimous. Great. 
All right. Until next time, uh, follow us on Twitter at Eat the Press. And, and as always, uh, our theme music is provided by Kevin McLeod, licensed to Creative Commons. He's the God. We love you, Kevin. And Thanks for joining next us. Week. All right.